It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. And so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Hey, Here we are. Got a new Brown, too, from, our t- from when we left yesterday. And a returning Brown. Yeah, returning Brown, your buddy, and a brand new Cleveland Brown. <laughs> Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Jason's back from spring training. I can't wait to hear more about the Albert Bell yes. <laughs> dilemma. He's still hung over, by the way. I've texted. I am not. <laughs> Goodyear is like lame. They're Take that back, it is, the, it is the end of the earth. Doesn't it feel like it at Goodyear? Goodyear's. It's the, play, out there. The, the, the airplane it graveyard is. and yeah. like. Yeah. It is kind of macabre when you get out it there. It is yeah. weird. Yeah, bad weather, too. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, it was lousy the My whole time. My week was. <laughs> Sunny and 80. Wow, uh, I'm really sympathetic. We yeah. were here in Cleveland. It was fantastic. <laughs> These two dudes uh, two t- bragging back and forth who had the better weather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these guys, man. These uh, Bulls bet. How'd we do? Oh, my God. This you... was the worst beat that you've had since you oh made your picks. Oh, my God. So, I had the Warriors <laughs> minus two and a half last night. First of all, the game's being protested by Dallas. Yeah, but that's but not going to change the outcome. Golden State was winning the whole way. Right. They're up by... Uh, five was it five? Yeah, they're yes. up by five in the closing seconds uh, against Dallas. Yep. Dallas misses a shot. They get the rebound, toss it out for a long, a meaningless three because they're down five and it's desperation. Literally, the clock is running out. As the buzzer sounds released, literally got it off a, a tenth of a second before the buzzer hits the three, and it's a two-point win. And it's a bad Instead beat. Of two, that's a bad beat. That sucks. Now they're protesting it because weird call. I don't know if you guys saw this, but. After a timeout, the referee, in signaling that Dallas had called the timeout, yeah. the Dallas bench felt that they said that it was their ball. So they felt they right. were inbounding the basketball. And they got confused. So obviously they weren't <laughs> set up to defend the inbound, and Golden State threw it in and got an easy dunk. Yeah. And that. Factored in, right? The, I can only the, the only too. protest I could ever think of them going back on was the George Brett bat, right? In any sport, which by the way was like forty years ago, right. uh, two days ago. Icon- no, no, it's, this is the fortieth anniversary. An of iconic it. moment of George yeah. Brett running out of the dugout. Yeah. yeah, and then they went back and they they. But but that's like the. I mean, maybe there's been others. I I, I can't think of any. Has it ever happened in the NBA? I can't imagine they would do it. Where a protest was overturned. The thing was, it was in know. the third quarter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah so I don't know. I don't know how. At this Let him point, go back, call it a tie game, and play overtime. Let's go. Maybe I can still cover. <laughs> well, today, Bulls Bet of the Day today <laughs> is March Madness as the yeah. Sweet 16 tips off later. And as always, Bulls Bet is brought to us by our good friends at yeah. Bet Rivers. Hey, Ohio, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Right now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers Sportsbook. When you use deposit code SPORTS, you'll receive a second chance bet up to $500. You can get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey to help you win big. Check them out at BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And the next podcast comes out tomorrow morning. There you go. Baseball preview next week. What do we got today? We got Michigan State. While most Big Ten teams are frauds in the NCAA tournament, we all know this. Big Ten sucks in the NCAA tournament pretty much every year, except for Michigan State. They're always in the Sweet 16. Yeah. And this year, think about this. They lost to Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament, and yet they're the only Big Ten team left. I think they keep going to the Elite Eight with a win over Kansas State. I think that's part of Izzo's magic. 
He knows what tournament is. They're important. always ready in the, the tournament. The Big Ten tournament means they, yeah. zilch. Yeah. zilch. You're in the tournament. That yeah. all you need is to be a 16. That's it. So he just, you know, why wear yourself out? The last thing you you're, want to do is make a run in a conference tournament. Right. Unless, unless you have to to make, the play, to make the tournament. If you're on the bubble, yes. yes. You're better yeah. off losing early. You, you yes. really are. Yeah. And Izzo knows that. He's been playing chess in this tournament for years. The one year, I remember Ohio State won the tournament, and then they had the first game in Albuquerque, on Thursday, so they played the very last game on Sunday, yeah. And the very like, what, what are we doing here? It's insane, yeah. yeah. yeah Lose on Friday and take there the weekend go. off. And Izzo knows that as well as anyone. And I would not bet against Izzo. Obviously, he's only won one national championship, right. which is a bit of a ding, right? Considering right. how many times he's been in the Sweet 16, it's almost like a a, a rite of spring yeah. that you Absolutely. can punch them into the Sweet 16, yeah. Irregardless of what they've done in the regular season. <clears throat> All right, we got to get right into this. Elijah Moore was was uh, acquired by the Browns via trade after we left the air yesterday. The Bra- I mean, I-, I literally had to look at this a couple times to make sure that I got it right for what little they had to give up to get him. And I've got a theory as to why that happened, but they essentially just gave up their second, but acquired a third. Yeah, they traded down 30 spots. So they down traded 30 down spots. 30 spots yeah. to get, you know, this guy isn't a game changer. Nobody should think he's going to come in here and have a 1,200 yards uh, receiving season. I don't think he's that guy, but he's a great piece. We're going to ask, like it, love it, or hate it. I can I can I go somewhere between like and love? See, that's where I am. I'm as close I'm, to love as yeah. I can get, but I'm not quite there. I can't there. say love because he hasn't played well enough yet to, yeah. to me. I mean, the trade makes a lot of sense. There's upside. He's got he's got upside. I think he could potentially be a thousand plus yard receiver. I think that potential is there. Yeah. If you look at his numbers, first of all, the Jets had nothing but bad quarterbacks. That's true. Three but, of them. But Zach Wilson is is like next level bad. So if you look at his numbers with Zach Wilson, they're hideous, hideous. If you look at it with the other guys, they're much better. Now I think with Deshaun Watson and the talent around. Now the Jets had talent around him. They had Garrett Wilson this past year, obviously, and he's got to do a better job of holding on to the ball. He's had a little bit of a drops issue early in his career, but he's not. Tar- he wasn't targeted a lot. They were lost. He's, I think he's got really good potential, not as much as potential as Jerry Judy, but I feel like the Browns didn't give up much. Jay, when I first saw this trade, I read it as the Browns were trading a second and third round. So did pick. I, Bull. I read it the right? same way. And That's I was like, I, like, wait a minute. Right. I was like, I didn't like it. digested it. I'm like, it made more sense the first t- way I uh, perceived the trade. Right. But for a second and third round, I was like, man, the Browns gave up a lot for a guy who's very unproven. It's not even like... Jerry Judy, who's not hasn't proven he's great, but at least he's proven he's good. Right. Elijah Moore has proven at this point he's okay. We think he could be good, I, or at least I do. And so I love this trade. You trade plus well, you do love it. it, it all right, I'm gonna I've, I've talked myself into love <laughs> because here's the here's another reason why I really like it or love it because the Browns now have two second round picks, two third round picks. And two fourth round picks. No, they don't have no, sorry. Second. Let me correct. Two, two thirds, two, two fourths, two fives. Yes, yeah. right. So, in theory, they have ammunition to they trade have six back picks into the in the first round. five rounds. They could get back. Yeah, and you don't want all six of those. You, you, no. you don't need that many young guys. You could, in theory, Package maybe not up. all the way to 42 or wherever they were, right. but they could certainly, if they have a guy at 50 something they're targeting, they could probably trade back in the second round. So, ultimately, I don't think they lose much, if anything, in the draft. And yet they get a player who's okay with the potential to be good. So I really like it. Okay, so like plus. I'm going like plus to to borderline love. I like it. I'm not going to say I love it because why are the Jets moving off of him? Like, that's what I always ask. Can I give you my theory quickly? Yeah. He wasn't on Aaron Rodgers' list. Well, and that very well could be. And maybe he is on Deshaun's list. But, I mean, the Browns could have gone and gotten Hardman like the Jets did and kept their picks. And obviously, Hardman has a lot more money. He makes a lot more than, than Elijah Moore. Moore. That's the other thing. That's the other reason why I came really close to loving this, yeah. because the financials of it are but I'm just very team-friendly. The Jets had all of this, too, and still thought enough to move off of him. And I, I think they had to move off of him to get the pick to get Aaron Rodgers. So they just created a two. I think that's part of it. Yeah, yes. they just created a two out of thin air. And they don't really lose, you know, Hardman to Moore. So you still have that piece. Right. Whether one's better than the other, they're close. So you have that piece, and now you have a two to be able to go out and get Aaron Rodgers. So I think that's why the Moore Jets was also unhappy there. He was. Yeah. He was, and you know, partly you said that if you compare his numbers to Wilson, they, they look awful. Well, when you have bad quarterbacks throwing no, no, the no, football, no, no. I'm saying it, his numbers playing with Zach Wilson. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But okay, my point in all of this is when when you have bad quarterbacks, they tend to look for the best receiver all the time. 
That's true. And and unfortunately, he wasn't the top receiver. But there. if you look at this, if you look at this, even with these other quarterbacks who are not very good but better than Zach Wilson, his numbers are significantly better. They yeah. are. Yeah. Right. But it, the, the problem is, you just I don't think I don't think they were looking his way enough because there was clearly a better option on that offense, and bad quarterbacks tend to look for the the best receiver, the guy they trust most right. all the time. I, I, I by no means think it's a bad trade. I like the trade. Right. I, they addressed a need. They filled a need. I just remember when they got Odell and everyone was taking victory laps and saying, oh, my God, they got Odell for nothing. Look at what they gave up. And it wound up being, you know, it, it wasn't as great of a trade as, as we thought it was. He's a three, a number two to three receiver for me, Elijah Moore in the yeah. system. He's kind of DPJ, really, yeah, to me. He, he's a lot faster. They need someone with speed. He, he is that guy who can really stretch a defense. I hope he's the guy that can freelance when a, break play, when a play breaks down and when Deshaun moves out of the pocket. I hope he's a guy that can sort of adjust his route, come back to the ball, because they really don't have that. If he can do that, he's going to have a very good year here. In right. Gee, I think he's got more upside than DPJ. Do I'll you do agree? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Because you know why? I'm watching him right here. Guess where he catching these intermittent passes? Guess where he going to? House. He ain't running around with no four or five yard button hooks. This guy got the ability to take the ball to the house. And for the first time, the Cleveland Browns now have a playmaker, playmaking ability. I saw Kadarius Tony. They gave up on him in New York. He went right into the fold over there in Kansas City. He's catching the football, moving around. I saw Sky Moore, I, he, second round guy. He moving around, catching the football, zoop, 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 going to the house. We finally got somebody that can give you those type of things. And, and, and if you looked at Schwartz, you knew that from watching his highlights at Auburn. He was not a natural catcher of the football. He does not have much mobility in his hips. He's not a, a change of direction guy. He's a sprint go one way guy. I will commend uh, AB on this one because you could have you could have did something that I, I was I was a little scared of. You could have sat pat and said, "Well, look, I got. I'ma just let this be on Deshaun Watson." I'm going to just let Deshaun Watson's greatness make, you know, other people better and, and kind of hope and wish that he's back to Houston. You went out and you did something to improve your roster, regardless of what Deshaun Watson is going to do. You needed a speed guy. You were slow. Harrison, Her and listen, I, I love David Bell, but you can't run no 4-6. Tyvis Powell can't be faster than my receiver. No. <laughs> and he fast by a lot. Ouch, Tyvis. Yeah. And, and Tyvis is faster than him by a whole lot. I like you. We'll work you in. But I, I need somebody with some punch. Now, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a lot better. Because now he don't have to run the routes. He, he, he don't have to run. Amari Cooper is going to be a route tactician. And now I can get David Njoku vertical. And I still got to play action game with Nick Chubb. So do you love it? Hell yeah. Love it. Wow. I was, that did victory laps. And yeah. they got him for free. Well, he didn't give him free. free. But they traded down yeah. a couple spots Guys, from yeah. two when to you three. consider how they spent their last two third-round picks on, on receivers, you know, and what they got out of them. And yeah. Bell, jury out. Uh, yeah. Fair, but you make a great point at four six. You're not going to blow up all of a sudden in year two. Uh, and Anthony Schwartz, the fact that they were able to get him for essentially moving back thirty picks in the draft. Yeah, I, I agree with cool. you. It's not it's not for free, but I think it's a steal, and I think he was available because Aaron Rodgers didn't have him on their list. Also, the Jets flirting with OBJ. I think the Jets are dancing with the devil here. And here's why well, yeah. they're letting a guy on another team's roster shape their roster. Yeah. And in all likelihood, he will end up with gangrene. Yeah. But there's still a chance he doesn't. And, Although, and imagine where they are if yeah, they ahead. don't get him. That's teams that are desperate for a quarterback. That's where the Browns were a year ago. Good. Right. They were in the exact same spot. I, you do whatever do it whatever takes you to have get to do. what you In the end, I can't call it a steal when the guy's never had more than 600 yards. I'm in the first two seasons. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't go oh, steal. I can. Now, 
it might turn out to be what a steal. In, what do you have in year one? Hey. 500 something. Hey, it, when, it, when, it you, might, when, you, when you got Sam Darnold and the Cougar Chaser throwing I, you the football. Gee, I now. hear you. He's got a Cougar Chaser. He's got to prove he's a top three receiver <laughs> on a team before I could definitely say it's a steal. I think it has potential to be a steal, no doubt. But we got to see. We got to see him perform. Who has who has more receiving yards next year? DPJ or more? More. I'll say, yeah, more. I'll say more. I feel more will too. <laughs> yeah, and if that's the case, then the trade will turn out they to be needed, a steal. They yeah. needed an impact starter with yeah. at 42. And I, I've said all along, I and thought they, they were, I thought they were going to draft a receiver at 42. Yeah. They didn't, but they traded for one who is on a rookie contract, who yeah. isn't making a lot of money. So not only did they get that impact starter, they did it on a guy who has a track record in the NFL, and he's still on his rookie scale right. contract. And he's making like $2 million. Not less than that. No. And and the Browns, in theory, could go out and get another wide receiver, too. I mean, they could. I would, honestly, because I, I, I don't think you could have enough good receivers, especially because, like, to me, I look at it right now, and we'll see how it turns out if Watson gets back to the guy we expect him to be. To me, uh, and you guys tell me what you think. I think of Amari Cooper as a mid to lower tier wide receiver one. Yes, I do too. Yeah. And I look at Elijah Moore and Donovan Peoples Jones as high end wide receiver threes. Got them both yep. in the same right? side. That's and, what and I that, see. That's exactly what yep. they So are. if I could get, if I could inf- still in free agency possibly, Come or up with even. Even if it's not a two, even is if it's DJ, another guy, is Shark still available. Yes, he is. Even if it's another guy like Shark, who's probably another high-end three. Right. Like if I have enough of those guys, if I can't get the the short thing number two, but I have three good number threes, that'll work. Yeah. That'll play. And, and you know what I like? I like pressure. I like the fact that he got pressure on him. He left New York. You in Cleveland. You still in your rookie deal. I like the fact that he gonna have to fight for yep, his second contract. He's got to right, play, play for a contract. And, and I like yeah. the fact. That I can now put some put some pressure on Deshaun Watson. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. See, I put pressure on everybody equally. If he, you didn't give him no no targets or nothing, it would have been well. We, we he didn't have the guys. He didn't have the no. Get him another receiver, and then you look at him and say, you better go to Cook. I, I get that last point, but I'll, I'll make a statement. And you guys can agree if you want. I don't see how you can disagree. There's no one in the Browns organization that has less pressure on him than Deshaun Watson. I disagree. I, None. I, it, I disagree. I disagree. I, I understand you get where, his no matter what. I understand where Jay's coming guaranteed. from. But 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 that but that's to denote that he. Right, does, everybody else's job let, is let me in, let me in the crosshairs. Let me say why I really agree with these guys, but I get where you're coming from. Be, he has no pressure in that his money set. And it, and isn't that really where and the pressure that's, comes so from? So there's no pressure guys? at all from that perspective. But if he's a, if you're a competitor, which you got to believe he is. Like he got humiliated last year. Yeah. Last he was, two years. He's been yeah, humiliated. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I mean, specifically well, the way he played on the field last to, year. To your point? Yeah. If if he was motivated by that, he was humiliated when he stepped on the field for the very first time in right. week 13. Yeah. Whatever it was. After, yeah. after the first 11 misses. If he was humiliated enough... He would have looked better than he did. He just was a guy. Well, you can't. But you can't. Well, he looked better than he did the first game, but not not significantly. No, no. If I don't do something for a long period of time, I don't care how much pride I got. You're going to get your ass kicked. Like, if you don't train, if you don't be in the game, you're going to get beat. Let me ask you guys this. Who's under less pressure on the Browns? If it's not Deshaun Watson, who, who is it? Everybody under pressure. All you know, of them. Listen, I agree with you. I'm, I'm uh, not saying it's say, pressure, pressure. I'd say Miles Garrett's under no pressure. I'd say Nick, Nick Chubb's Chubb. under no pressure. Yeah. Like uh, Martin Emerson. Yeah, he's probably. But, but, no, but, not really. I mean, but, Martin's got a contract that will be coming Martin, up. Martin's but, not making anything. But, but, Martin, but needs, I, I, no. Martin needs. Pay. But I think yeah. he co- has to get paid. We come in at this from a money aspect. Like these players play. To win at the highest level, like yeah. Miles, they play to make a lot of money. Yeah, but, but, I, they got I a very that. short but, but window. That's, to that's the basis of my statement, I, yeah. right there. They do have a, a very short. But they want to win yeah. too. But these, they want to make money and they want to win. The, they the, do. The NFL yeah. does a good job of weeding people out. In that order, mm. the, they, the NFL does a good job of yeah. weeding people out. You can't play the the, the game of it in the league unless you like it. it you got to be the top of the food <laughs> chain to fake it. Nobody goes out there and lifts them weights. The offseason is too hard. It's because the contracts aren't guaranteed, G. Well, and that's part of it. So, but his is. Well, well you got to look at it this way. If you're a quarterback and you're Deshaun Watson and you're as decorated as he is, 
and he plays the game and everybody has got to do decorated as we're making him. No, no, no. He's decorated. What has he won? Well, you talk a look. You take a look at his college career. He is a decorated. No, 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 no. That that, that was yesterday. Baker was decorated in college, too. Okay. What is he decorated in in the NFL? Listen, so he's he's put major numbers up in his league. But what is he decorated means he's won stuff. Decorated means you're a player at a certain level. What is the definition of decorated? You won decorated decorations trophies trophies. Yes, Dan is because Dan has the ultimate decoration. He's got a gold jacket. Uh, uh, Okay. Well, short of a gold jacket. That's the ultimate decoration. I'm saying decoration like if we're saying he's this decorated guy, we keep saying Deshaun Watson is this decorated and accomplished guy. I, Show me. I don't know. Putting, I don't know that putting, we want to dicker on the I don't want the, numbers. Uh, I want results. Well, well, here's the thing. If you want to talk about you want results, then half the quarterbacks in the league ain't got nothing. Right. You're And you're absolutely right so, with that. So it, it, more than half. More than half. <laughs> more than half. So the thing you're is, right. we all yeah. working to get there. Does he give me a better chance than the guy we used to have? Sure. And I'm fair with that, but the, this notion that he's this decorated and accomplished guy, I think that's a stretch. So here's the thing. He's yeah. probably at home. He hears that I hope so. That's what we do. Prove he, it. He, he, prove it. Everybody got a chance to, to make your a point move. To, uh, to, to AWOL. Hey, prove it. Prove me wrong. Hey, I hey, hope you do. Hey, that's the goal. Everybody want to have that. That if you want to get to where you are, it's the easy way that we could do this. When you win a Super Bowl, if you do it in Cleveland, Deshaun Washington, you oh. can tell everybody to go. Jump There's no up better a decoration he can have. <laughs> that's right. Than everybody got to go. In Cleveland. But, but everybody that's a mic go. drop decoration. But, but getting back to Elijah Moore, guys, it, you know, it doesn't always matter where you drafted. Obviously, there's some players drafted later, but he was the 35th pick in the draft. I mean, he's a board. He was a borderline first round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Jets thought very highly of him. I don't think. I think the Jets <laughs> traded him for for two reasons ultimately, and I don't think it's because of the Rodgers list because uh, that alleged list didn't have Nicole Hardman on it either. But I think it's two reasons. One, what Jason said is definitely true. They, they're negotiating with the Packers on this trade, right? Yeah. I think, personally, what's happening right now is the Packers want the Jets' first-round pick this year, which I think is 10 or 12 or something like yeah, that. It's and a the, good one. And the Jets are saying, no, we'll give you the first next year. And maybe the compromise is to give them a second-round pick this year. And so they wanted to get an extra second-round pick so they'd still have one. If I'm Green Bay, I'm not accepting the first next year. Well, Because if you we'll give them see. Aaron Rodgers and the talent they have, it's not going to be a great pick. Again, who's got the hammer? We don't know. Jack, yeah, let's I don't know if either that, team has an option. Bull asked yesterday, and I thought this was a great question, and I don't know the answer. Who the hell's holding the hammer in that transaction? The Jets or the Packers? Aaron Rodgers, because he could just retire. Yep. He, he can't. He can just right. walk away but and retire. Aaron Rodgers so, wants to play for the Jets. But he's and he's all, made that clear, right. which I thought was a mistake on his part, but he has. Right. I, I don't think the Packers really have a lot of leverage. I don't, either. I don't either. No. Because I don't either, Aaron, but I don't know that the Jets do either. Well, he, they have leverage in a sense that he, that's the destination he wants to go to. Well, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Packers and says, listen, you have two choices. Trade me to the Jets or I'm going to retire. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. What are they going to do? Better to get a first year, next first pick. Better to get something than nothing. Yeah. Than nothing. Then yeah. I'm walk yeah. away for nothing. That's why I don't think the Packers really have much leverage. Nobody's maybe that this second leader. round pick ends up leading to the deal. And I also think Elijah Moore wanted out, so they're like, well, Hardman and Moore they're the same class of receiver. Let's get a guy who wants to be here. Well, well, once they drafted Jordan Love, this was always going to be the outcome. So you know, you've already prepared for it. I always say. The trade that lingers on, you get less in return. Not, not to trade pull out the, now. Pull the trigger. Get it over get, with. Get it over with. Yeah. Work the band-aid off and keep it moving. Be the, interesting to see if it happens soon after now, this this trade. Because you don't want if yeah. you if you're the Packers, do you want Aaron Rodgers hanging over Jordan nah, Love? No, you want you want, you want to be the starter. Right. We they need to no know questions. about Jordan Love. Jordan Love has barely played. He's the guy. The and they got to make a decision one. on his next contract right. already. Yeah. Jordan right. Love has become Aaron Rodgers. What he was to Brett, to Brett Favre. Favre. I mean, it's, it's really unfolded almost identically, especially yeah. if he ends up with the Jets. Yeah, right. I mean, it's almost like history is repeating itself. Yeah. Now watch Jordan Love go on and have a Hall of Fame career and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> what, One. Now, <laughs> now, the, now, when it comes to, to, to the Elijah Moore thing, I was thinking about it. I think there were a lot of people that was willing to go down the route of the Jerry Judy. Um, and they wanted a number two. And a player. Well, who knows what the Broncos wanted in the end. That was I, what was reported. I still don't buy that they were going to trade him. It, it just never made any sense. Obviously, you'd rather have Judy or I would, even though it's a higher price than Elijah Moore. But I wasn't really thinking about Elijah Moore. Actually, Mary Kay, kudos to her. She, oh, she nailed it. She just yes, talked she about it she like a week it. or two ago, and she was right. It actually, it, it, it's a smart trade. I think there's, 
the thing for the Browns in this trade is it's potentially a steal, right? If Elijah Moore turns into a even a like a nine hundred thousand yard receiver, it's a, it's a it's a pretty much a steal of all the it, moves. And there's no there's almost no downside here because even if he's mediocre, okay, you just traded yeah. down thirty picks. It's I mean, look what you wasted your three on the last couple yeah, of years, exactly, right? And the production you got out of those two. Yeah. Um. Of of all the moves that have been made, I, I I'm telling you, I really like this off season. I think the Browns have, I don't want to say that they've won the offseason, but going all the way back to the defensive coordinator hire, the special teams hire, and all the players that they've brought in here. Yeah, we're we're going to recap. Hey, look, I was just about to just throw my joint right out there. (laughs) I think so too, Jay, to your point. By by the way, these two guys were killing the Browns 48 hours. (laughs) No, 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 no. The two of you were killing them. I was was arguing with the two of them. The only thing, I was not killing anybody. What I I said was, I'm giving Andrew Barry a C- for his TAS. That's a new phrase that we've uh, coined here. Talent acquisition score. For his entire time with Cleveland, free agency trades and drafts, I'm giving him a C-. That's where I've been critical. However, in a vacuum, this offseason, I really like. Go ahead, G. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't do nothing. Now Mike's yelling at G. <laughs> Tell him, don't you say nothing. <laughs> Save right. it for tomorrow. Are we talking about Anthony Save Walker? it for tomorrow. We're we doing that later. No, I, I, got, I got one more question for you guys on board. We yeah. touched on this a second, and real quick, I'm curious if there's a line out yet for Ooh. Elijah Moore's receiving total this year, and I'm sure if there was or is, it'll be on BetJack Sportsbook because BetJack is the place for Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is live. You can download the BetJack app today. <laughs> So you'll be ready to go in on all the action. Yeah. Bet Jack, it is Ohio Sportsbook. When you look at the skill sets, and G, you kind of touched on this a little bit. I'm curious what everyone else thinks. Of Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, DPJ, and Njoku as your four top receiving options. How well do their skill sets complement each other, and do you think the Browns are done adding to that free agency room? They, they complement perfectly. But when I saw it, because here's the thing. Even with Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy's a little more Cooper- He's a little more DPJ. I think he just has more wiggle, but the body types are the same. Um, they, you know, they, a lot of their skill sets overlap. When you get uh, Elijah Moore now, now I got a big body receiver and Donovan Peoples Jones that's tough over the middle, can catch the football. Get the 50-50 50 50 balls. balls. He's great at. <clears throat> I got Elijah Moore that can run the rip, whip, whip routes, that can run the quick slants, the ins and outs, put him on in motion, give him the ball a little bit. He's really fast underneath, and you, you get him against linebackers, he's going to be running those routes. Now you can get a situation where you got your number one receiver, the route tech, tactician himself. Uh, Amari Cooper, you can't stay on him. He's going to be open. He's going to catch the football. And then now you got David Njoku, who's a red zone threat. He's a guy that can work over the middle, who's had some speed. We've seen him catch the ball and run away from people. And then you still got Nick Chubb that you still can throw the ball to and you're going to be able to do some play action with. So everybody compliments everybody right now. Everybody has a little something they can do. And plus, I, you know, I said David Bell was, you know, he's a six-round guy. Listen, David Bell will catch the ball. He's great as your fourth receiver. I'd go a little further and say, give me another receiver. I, I and uh, now I'd, I'd go take get, another one. I'd go get Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Now I go get Hunter Renfro. Now you can because then, then you have that three top, like you, you may only still have one guy as a top. 25 wide receiver, but then you have three guys between 26 and 40. It's like a Patriots route receiver core. Instead of having that, because I'm with you, I don't call Amari Cooper that true game-breaking number one. Can he be five times a year? Yeah, he can be if the defense is giving him that. But I think what I've decided here is give me, I'll make a baseball analogy, give me five doubles, maybe four doubles and a triple, instead of Three home runs and two strikeout guys. Yeah, like this is this is right. a real. If, if you add Renfro to this class, oh. I feel like it is really strong with guys that are very cap- capable, professional guys. And the more guys that you have in that yeah. ilk, the better you're going to be. Well, I'll compare it to Jacksonville, right? Jacksonville last year, uh, they they brought in what's the guy they spent? They overspent. Christian Kirk. Yeah, they got so they got Christian Kirk. They saw they went and got Zay Jones. Yep. Like, Christian Kirk had been a three. He played better than that, but he had really been a three. Zay Jones was at best a three. You know, they traded for Calvin Ridley, who they're going to have this year, right. who's mm. potentially a one. Uh, they already had 
They, 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 uh, they got a tight end. Um, did they go? Evan Ingram. Evan, Evan Ingram had a great season. He had a and wide receiver. They had a good season. young back in Travis at the end, coming off injury. He played well for them. The they ball. had one other wide receiver. They didn't have. They don't have one no. stud now. The, Amari Cooper's better than anybody Jacksonville has in their passing game, but the rest of the guys are like compared. They decided, hey, we can't get that one superstar. Although maybe Ridley ends up being that guy because he no. was a first round pick. He'll end up being their their Cooper. Right. But you're right, get, though. That's a let's great Let's get analogy. a bunch of good, solid. We got the quarterback. Yeah. We got a good running back. Let's get a bunch of good, competent receivers to put around, and we can just we and, can watch and, it. And, 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 and both choose. teams have qu- uh, former Clemson quarterbacks throwing the football. That's yeah. right. And that's and, a great comparison. I and, like that. A and lot. right, like, and, and it gives you know you got it, and it confuses the defense because. I got four guys, five guys. I can rotate them in and out, the keep everybody fresh. Yeah. I don't know where it's going. I like the approach. You know, if I he, really do. You know, if if David Njoku and Donovan Peoples Jones and Elijah Moore, Moore are all somewhere between seven and nine hundred yards next year, oh, that's great. That's phenomenal. That would be, you know, that'd be yeah, really get, great. And Cooper gives his gives and Cooper you his has eleven hundred. Yeah, whatever, I mean, yeah. I would be more than happy with. Yeah, that. I mean, that's big that time. means that means that you know. The shots thrown for over 4,000 4, 4, yards. yards. Yeah. That's getting closer to the Houston Deshaun right. than the one we yeah, saw last year. I mean, I want to see year. Deshaun throw for 4,500 yards. I do, too. That's my benchmark. Right? I mean, he's got to be throwing 5,000 is a big ask, but yeah. I'll take Yeah, 5,000, that, that'd be a nice bonus, but, yeah. like, I if he throws 4,500 yards, if you have Nick Chubb and improved defense and 4,500 yards from Watson, if he throws for 4,500 yards, it means he, he got back to what he was. And I think it's double-digit wins. Then the Browns are definitely a double-digit I need five. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a big ask. Hey, listen, that's that's the you know it's possible. That's the possible. Dude, that's but a, that's, if they if he ends up with forty five eighty two, I mean that's a good I'll year. I'll take that. Yeah, we got Mike. It's a big ask, and we are having a big show. Numbers through the roof so far this morning. Nice. We love everyone out there. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And whenever we got big numbers, we have a ton of internet comments. I got to read a couple real quick before we bring in DQ. And whenever we read internet comments, it's brought to us by our good friends. Over at PCC Airfoils, if you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in East Lake, Menor, Wickliff, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 up, plus full Ooh. benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. I'm going to run through these real quick. We asked in the poll, how do you feel about the Elijah Moore trade? More than 500 votes. 49% say they love it. 40% say they like it. And only 2% say they don't. So, very ah, positive yes. reaction. A couple super chats real quick. Bradley Burns says, AB found a ram in the bush. I'm not sure what that means, but I think he's saying a diamond <laughs> in the rough. Ram in the bush. See, you, you missed it. That's a, that's a little biblical term. Uh, it's biblical? Yeah. I missed guess. that one. Yeah. Uh, 2016 NBA Champs 216 says, great pickup, AB. We need to find someone that stretches the defense, and we did that. And Jared Proper says, Jay, please stop being a break- baker, bro. Um, he paid for that one, so shout out to Jared Proper for letting you know. I'm glad he paid for it. Thank you for your cash. Uh, I, I missed my Baker Bro statement. Where was that? You didn't make a Baker Bro statement in, I missed in fairness. It. I don't know what you said today, but we're going to bring in DQ now. And our first guest of the today. day is always brought to us by that Lincoln Electric. Dish. Lincoln Electric now hiring for great I jobs. Degress electricity right. makers in Northeast Ohio. Today. DQ, what's up, my man? Hey, oh, wait. Before you bring him on, uh, Steve asked me yesterday to read a little something about uh, Lincoln Electric. Can I do it? Sure. Okay. Because there was some, we, we didn't even know what the hell it was. They so, make electricity. No, no they that, don't. No, the, you, you <laughs> said that yesterday. McNuggets literally thought they were like electric company because it's called Lincoln Electric. Right. I thought they were False like, I thought they provided like commercial and, and residential electrician skills. Yeah. But here's actually what it is. This is from Steve, our boss. Um, he says, he said, maybe you could sneak this in after Mikey's read. So uh, they make this welder. It's a Lincoln Electric Power MIG215 MPI, whatever the hell that is. Uh, I'll put it into lay terms. Here's what it is. It's a, it's a welder that kind of like, think about a do-it-yourself guy. He would never think about welding because you need all those torches and tanks and all that nonsense. Well, the welder they make is kind of like a easy-to-use for the just beginning welder, and it's electricity. I don't, so that means it probably doesn't have these so gas So people lines. buy welders from them? So Regular Joes? It sounds like that's what they make, and oh. here's the deal. Like, if you want to make and a we got DQ. Rail, we love Lincoln Electric, but let's yeah. bring DQ Well, this here. is from Steve. He wanted me to this do this. Is He's this our Steve. boss. Director Steve. Director Steve. <laughs> oh, Director Steve takes the back seat yeah, to yeah. boss Steve. <laughs> he takes the back seat to boss Steve. DeQuell, have you ever welded boss? Have you ever welded I don't want to interrupt. 
Go go for it, Jay. I don't want to interrupt. If you want to weld, don't hire, don't buy those big tanks with the gas that you can blow your house up with. <laughs> go to Power Electric and buy this like MIG 215A XYZ, and and then you can try these little do-it-yourself weld projects at home safely without blowing up your DeQuil house. I think Dequel is going to probably do. Are you going to do that, Dequel? Are you going to buy a welder? I want to see it if he does. Uh, probably not. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I had him as a welder, guys. I did. Hey, Dequel, what did you think of the trade there? Elijah Moore and a, and a third. Elijah Moore and a third round pick for the Browns for the Browns second round pick. What do you think? Yeah, I I, th- I love the. It's a great value pick. I think you guys hit a lot of points that you know I would I would probably you know reiterate here. It's like he works well in that that receiver room with Amari Cooper, who. You know, obviously, you know, it's debatable what type of number one receiver he is, but we know at the very least he's reliable, dependable. And you got DPJ, who, in my opinion, will morph into this red zone type of target where, you know, when the ball is in the air, you pretty feel confident. You feel pretty confident he's going to come down with it. And then you add this piece, Elijah Moore. He's that he's that chain mover. He's that guy that could take it the distance. And I really love the value with this pick. I think he put a button on and a row a, a bow on, you know, some of the moves that he and Elijah Moore. There's a lot of upside in my opinion. When you look at what he was able to do with how many quarterbacks he played with with the Jets, obviously Zach Wilson was, you know, in and out of the lineup, but I like I really like this pick because he he still showed he can be productive with a lot of different moving parts on that offensive uh on that offensive team and look look yeah look at this you know I'm looking at the uh the slide here yeah. clearly he was much better with Flacco White and Josh Johnson and I don't even know who the heck the last guy is I've never <laughs> I heard of no him. clue either yeah I didn't <laughs> I played one game he played half I, I really a game like with the Jets pick, uh, man. I really like this pick and listen we gave up that second round pick you basically get a guy that you know uh that can play the position that can help and, and fit well with this room i was reading comments about him earlier about some things that happened late in the season last year he was asking for a trade then all of a sudden he started getting the ball more and the guy was super excited so i, I think he's going to be super excited to come in and energize because when you were the fourth pick of the draft, I was the 34th pick of the draft. And you get traded in the midst of all of that, you're hungry like no other. And you're going into a great situation, hopefully with Deshaun Watson, that he can play better. Uh, I really like what, what how this offense is shaping out so far. Dequel, I got to ask you something. Well, I got a confession to make. Um, hmm. You know, Anthony Walker, um, a couple weeks ago, I called him Captain Planet. I said okay. that um, he was just a jag. And... Um, so retweet. I, that explains the tweet. He, that yeah, explains he retweeted it. it. <laughs> and okay. um, I, I was I was emotional, and um, I had Are to you? call. I no no I had to call him back, and I had to let him know because sometimes hey, you hey, don't. Well, sometimes bad. you don't know what you got to was gone right. You know what I'm saying? I was out in the streets. Right. I was living wrong, uh, right. and I realized that, w- that I needed him with me here in Cleveland. And I called him. I said, "Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm working on myself." I'm working okay. on myself. I, I've been cleaning up. I've been, I've been in my, I've been going to church more. And he, and guess what? He came back. He went to Washington, came back, and he signed again. And I'm so happy to have uh, Anthony Walker back in the mix because I was scared for a while. I know who, who had the green yeah. got nothing. Now, you, listen, G, you're a man of your word. I, you, listen, all my expectations. You, you, listen, I get it now. I get it. You're a man of your word. You were wrong. You came back, came and listen, back. we need it. We needed him once he went out of the lineup. We all, you, you guys know how I feel about JOK. Uh, the jury's still about, you know, now, so Anthony Walker makes me feel better about JOK being in the room now because I know he has a guy mm-hmm. in the room he can to. And I, I like Anthony Walker. Listen, I don't know what, what you know, the, the commanders were offering him, but listen, at the very least, if you're on a one year deal, you go back to the team that you're familiar with, the roster, what have you. And I think he'll he'll play well under um, Schwartz and his uh, his scheme. I was scared. By, by the way, scared. I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this to Quell because mm. it's funny because yesterday we were talking about again how you said the Browns should cut JOK, and I got I got to find this tweet because somebody tweeted at me and mm. said said why do you guys keep saying that the Browns should cut JOK? Uh, and I said, well, because I said a JOK is not very good, and I said B, we're not all saying it. It was Dequell who said it. And he knows more about <laughs> linebacker play than we do. So this guy reached out to me 
and he said, and he, mm-hmm. he he actually sent me one stat. You know, with analytics, yeah, you could find. And I love analytics. Yeah, right, They're just yeah. like any other. There's a number I, for everything. There is actually one stat right. where JOK. Uh, is and it I'm the gonna, run stuff stat? What's that? Is it the run stuff? Yes, stat? you have it. I'll find it. Of course, I can't find it now. But there was one stat where what's the basis of the stat? It was run yeah. like run stuff percentage. I'm going to find it here in a second. I, I I hope. And that he was he graded out higher than most other Very linebackers high. in the league. Yes, yes. I don't know why I can't find it. I now, think but. second in the league. Well, I'll find the stat. Yeah. Well, my I favorite mean, analytic was the eye test. Was he? I mean. <laughs> Well, here, uh, I, I, don't know. I can't find it. But anyway, like, I, I don't know. So do you, so for a third time, do we want to take back cutting him? He just or, did. He doubled he, down earlier. No, no, he so, just took it back. He said, I'm okay with oh, him okay. now. Listen, right? listen, because not, AWOL's in the room until, again. And, yeah. Bull, until he shows me, listen, I like the fact that AWOL's in that room. He yeah. can help groom this young, this young player. But he still has a lot to prove to me. Listen, 100%. athletic ability, I, I'm one of those people. I can look past athletic ability. I need to see how you're reacting to certain plays when they show up. And are you dependable from the first snap to the last snap of the season? That, to me, is where he is all over the place. And he has to make huge leaps in his play in order for him to – listen, I get – do I think the Browns are going to cut him? No, because he's a second-round pick. Yeah. But if I were there, you try to find value for him because I'm sure – other teams will see a guy like him that's raw, all this athletic ability. You know what? I can be the guy that can today. I haven't seen enough to say, you know what? He's a guy that I can rely on. Do I want him to play better? Absolutely. But I just hadn't seen it on film can I so ask far. Can I ask you a question about, we've been talking about this throughout the week. And I brought up the fact that the Browns, linebackers who I guess as a as a core you would say are, are smaller you know that we certainly right. don't possess these huge linebackers um, and, and that's obviously been the trend of the league to go with smaller more athletic linebackers to help out in these mismatches with tight ends and whatnot but ours to me I don't know where they rank in size league-wide but just to me to look at them I look at them and the judgment I make is we got a small linebacking core and last year we had an injured linebacking core one after mm-hmm. another, suffering these season-ending injuries. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. And I, if you go small and you get these guys dinged, it doesn't matter who the hell you have playing that position because now you're at a, with backups. Yeah, it's a challenging situation. You know, you for me, for look at the moves that AB made in that front office, obviously they had to address up front. And when you have guys that aren't as big as some of the other guys around the league and you 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 want linebackers to be able to run laterally and play behind the line of scrimmage and cover receivers and slot receivers and tight ends, you're asking a lot of these guys. But the one thing you have to do is make sure they're protected up front when you know you have, you know, guys that aren't the biggest in the world. And, and listen, last year was a proven fact. Those guys couldn't stay healthy for whatever reasons. Uh, again, you look at who they brought, they resigned and who they brought in. It's, it's still a question mark to me. It really is, and I think everyone else is going to have to play better in order for this group to even be marginally, you know, uh, efficient and to be dependable. Right now, th- that group right now is a blaring, has a blaring hole in it. And listen, bringing Anthony Walker back, we don't know how who at least is good for the locker room. That's a great, great uh, leader. But again, you know, your your guess is better than mine in terms of how well this group is going to play. And the question marks still linger for me. It, it stinks. It, it stinks in that room right now. It's the biggest, I, I don't know if hole is the right word, but they've addressed all their other needs, right? Like everything, mm-hmm. defensive line, receiver, yeah. safety, everything that we've talked about all offseason and then back to last season, they've addressed every spot except linebacker. So I guess two yeah. things. One can you find in the third round an impact linebacker who can step on the field for you on day one? Maybe not in a starter's role, or maybe it is a starter's role. I don't know. What do you think? And also, what do you do with Taki Taki now? Because I thought he was better in the middle than he was anywhere else. And now yeah, if you're bringing a walk back, so what do you do with Taki Taki? Well, I think that was a move. Listen, I, my JOK theory, I'm going to stand firm to it. I think they realized he was playing out of position. They don't know really where he's going to end up. And I feel like 
that start. Where Taki Taki played well when he was in the middle. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great in coverage. I thought he he played. He didn't screw anything up, right? And I think that could be you can work with that. You can always use a guy like that. But again, uh, to go in the draft to try to find a guy who can come in and command the room and command a Miles Garrett. And, and understand what Schwartz wants and with his track record, it's going to be extremely hard to find a guy. Not to say you can't do it, but it's going to be, you're going to have to find an extremely competent backer that can come in, command a room, command a guy like Anthony Walker that's on the one-year deal, that's try to, he's on a prove-it deal. Uh, Taki Taki, the same. That There's a lot of moving parts when you, if you want to put on one particular guy to come in to say, you know what? You get the keys, whether it's first and second down or third down. It's going to be extremely hard to to find a guy like that, and that's what every 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 defensive coordinator, every coach wants to find a guy like that. But your guy right there with the screen is up is Anthony Walker, right? And let contribute right now. And listen again, I the linebacker position. Uh, listen, Bobby Wagner's out there. I don't know why they didn't kick the tires with him. At least see maybe his price tag is too much, but at the very least, you know the guy can play. But again, I feel like they're going to have to address this position in the draft because uh, right now you're running out of options in terms of veterans to bring in. Yeah. You know, you know, Dequel. As I, I was watching Jay, okay, we, I asked you, I said you on double down on it last week, and I was watching him. And to mm-hmm. me, it seems like <clears throat> he plays this role. Um, it, it seems like they have to make a position for him. He has to either in college there's either a bandit or a star role, and usually mm-hmm. a bandit or a star is a guy that's a stand-up guy. He's not really a linebacker. He's not a safety, but he has very little responsibilities. It's basically it's, it's almost a green dog. If they block tight end block stays in, you're gonna come on a blitz or rush, and he he covers very specific people. You could put him on a tight end and cover him down the field one on one. But G, but G. I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's a guy. How do you coach a guy like that that's positionless on the defense? That's he what makes it so difficult. He's not, doesn't. He, he, they right, have to he's create not something. great at one thing to be able to build off of, and that's that's where my, um, you know, that's where my patience runs thin. You're not good at one thing, and as much as I've watched him, he nothing jumps out at me. But I'll tell you this: I was the best way I can explain it with his ability on the field. Uh, Tyvis and I, we were talking about this two days ago. We were texting back and forth. And he was giving me crap about my take on JOK. And I was like, you know what? JOK to me, when it, when I watch him on film, it's like Troy Palomalo without the playmaking ability. Yep. It's yep. just all over the place. <laughs> yep. It's all yep. over the place. Yep. And like, it's like Aaron Judge you... without the power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so that that's your starting point. And that, that, that to me, coaches have a hard enough job. If you don't have any ownership personally, If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Um, fix all these bad habits and all of a sudden you have a masterpiece. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, the, Troy Palomalo did have the the green like the, it was just like he had yeah, the green, he had green light. light he just right. do whatever he wanted, right. and he would just be around the football. That, but. that team was, oh, I mean, it was amazing. Like when he played, they were great on defense. When he didn't play, they were mediocre. On yeah, defense. absolutely. But yeah. well, I think yeah. but that, the, yeah. what you need in that that role that you know that sort of that position that you explain, aside from extreme ability, athletic ability, you also need to have great instincts and reaction mm-hmm. speed. And mm-hmm. is is that the piece in JOK that you absolutely need to see that you're just not? And that's the yeah. raw natural instincts on where the ball's going? Yeah, just the feel of the game. The feel of the game, to me, listen, I, I try to go back and look at, okay, what happened leading up to last season? And I know it's not, I can understand that can have a profound effect on your play and what you're doing 
from that point on. Uh, and so you got to take all these different things into account. And you're right, Jay. For me, I don't feel, I don't see the feel of the game. Can if I were coaching him, I think it can be, but it takes a lot of hours of watching film to be able to, to place yourself uh, in a position to be able to learn from it. And it, it, it takes countless hours of film. And for me, that's what worked for me. When I started really making a, uh, a point to really do my due diligence and watch myself all day, every day for hours on end, things started to click. And when things started to click, I became a believer. You know what? Watching film really does help, not just of your opponent, but of yourself. I was uh, talking to a linebacker that plays for Minnesota, Brian. He has the same last name as JOK. Um, okay. And I, I met him through my one of my old position coaches, and I told him, Like down runs, third down runs. Watch yourself endlessly, because he's in the same boat. He's a young player who's trying to find his way. Uh, I think that's the start. That's the start of it. And obviously, I think Schwartz being in that room will have a profound effect on every one of those guys because he's going to demand it from them, and he's going to command the room. And and heck, listen, if you're not getting it done, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, you know, respect you and, and value you, then you know it's downhill from there. But Listen, I want him to do well. I know I'm piling on him, but, you know, that's the position that I played, and I know it well, and I just want him to succeed. And right now he's just not doing the things for whatever reason to to help himself. Well, people people that uh, want to get better welcome constructive criticism. And by the way, I think Mm -hmm. you're the nicest guy in the world. I don't think you're throwing darts at a guy to throw darts at him. I think you're – you're just saying you would love to see – And I use kid gloves some of the time. I'm I'm paid. Well, wants to play, do right, but right. again, you have to have leadership in right places yeah. to show them how to be a better pro, how to go about your day, how to plan your days out, how to plan your off season out. And if you don't have that, then you're lost. You're just cl- clearly relying on your physical prowess. And listen, that's only going to carry you so far. If you want a career in this league, you want to make an impact in this league, then you got to start understanding these things that are very young age and he was he came to football later if I remember correctly yeah okay so like that you know the instincts are not going to be there for a guy who played since he was five years old I you know and so it's going to take him time he may not have enough time we'll see thanks to quell if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.